Welcome to the Lost and Own Podcast. My name is Scott. I'm Jeremiah. And we're back for episode 20. Uh, this is a landmark. We All made right. it this far. Um, I gotta Two say, decades. I'm excited about this episode. Uh, first of all, before we get into any of the exciting stuff, I think it might be pertinent to talk about our sponsor. Yes. Um, thank you to Audible.com for sponsoring our show. Uh, shop at Audible.com. They have 150,000 plus Audible books for you to download and listen to on any of your smart devices or home computer. And if you go to uh, audibletrials.com slash lost, you will be able to get a free month and a free audiobook download by using our link. And it also gives a kickback to the show. So uh, thank you to any listeners who've done that so far. And thank you to anyone who's thinking about doing it now because this isn't free. And the more you help, the better our content is. Yeah. In fact, uh, at the end of the show, we're going to have a few surprises for you. We've, uh, we've upped our game a little. And we've got a few things to talk about, but um, surprises, so stay for the end of the show. Make sure you listen all the way through. Uh, This week, though, we have an interview, and we do these about every five episodes or so, and we hope never to disappoint. This week, we once again have another stellar, stellar voice to bring to your ears. Uh, We have Mike Zapsik from Comic Book Men. Yes, sir. And... Well, that's Comic Book Man on AMC. I want to point that out. Make sure the network gets their cred. Mm -hmm. He also has a podcast with Ming Chen, who is also in Comic Book Man, on uh, I Sell Comics podcast. And you can also find him at uh, Jay and Silent Bob Secret Stash in Red Bank, New Jersey. Uh, We're bringing to you today Mike Zapsik. Uh, Thank you for being on the show, Michael Zapsik. Guys, it's my pleasure. Yeah, we're uh, we're excited to have you on. Um, both of things, us are few things prepared for you to, to ask you here. So uh, yeah, we're both big fans of the shows absolutely. you're on, uh, both your podcast and your show on AMC, Comic Book Men. We're both old school comic book geeks from the good old days. Well, thank you, and you know, always always a pleasure to chat with a, a couple of fellow geeks. Oh, it's the best. It's always good to get in this kind of a circle where you can have this open discussion and not feel too nerdy about yeah. it. I have friends. <laughs> I have friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, that's one of the things is, um, you know, I, I do I saw comics with Ming Chen, a uh, great guy. Uh, he's not quite that knowledgeable about comic books. So he's more of the voice of reason. Uh, he, he steers me back towards when I get a little too geeky. But uh, t- uh, our sister podcast, I wouldn't even call them our sister podcast, like our, our big brother podcast, uh, tell them Steve, Dave, they mercilessly torture us just for being uh, geeky. Like Brian will, uh, <laughs> he will crush my spirits and uh, any hope of, you know, ever feeling, you know, totally out of the geek closet <laughs> with uh, like one or two choice um, statements that will, just strip me of any dignity and uh, you know, reduce me to a crying mass. So pretty fun. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a fan of both of the podcasts, and I got to say, it's a, it's pretty awesome. I actually love when I listen to uh, I Sell Comics that you take charge. Like, I'm really impressed uh, with Ming Chen being the personality that he is. I, I'm really impressed with the fact that you can rein him in. Uh, it's, it's kind of funny because Ming has this, uh, I don't know, it's, it's very... Ming is, is um, 
he's my buddy. He is, we travel a lot. We do a lot of cons uh, these days. We're trying to do like 10 this year, uh, which is a lot of cons when you think about it. Uh, and he, he's like the best travel partner. We've, uh, we've gone out to California, down to Houston, a couple other places. Uh, he knows exactly where the best places to eat are, <laughs> but he's not really a take charge kind okay, of guy. Okay. So there's got to be. The, uh, the, the, I'm sorry to cut you off. Um, the going out, oh, the going right. out to eat thing. Um, I've noticed on, uh, Ming's, uh, Twitter feed, he likes to take pictures of food obsessively. It's pretty weird, <laughs> it's right? It's a little much for me. Like I'm, I'm honestly, I'm a chef on the side, like outside of podcasting and other projects I do. Oh, then you, I gotta tell you, you and I have a lot in common then. Oh, uh, you cook? I'm, uh, I'm, I was trained at the Culinary Institute of America. Oh, amazing. Oh, wow. Very good. Actually, yeah, I had a friend who went to oh. a CIA. Yeah, one of my, be- one of my really good friends actually just goes there and uh, has, owns a restaurant in New York City, so, or ra- runs a restaurant, I should say. Cool, yeah, I, I graduated in 91, and, uh, yeah, my, my career path was, um, the, the service industry, mm-hmm. so, uh, <laughs> until about, you know, 14 years ago when, boom. You know, I got married, a whole bunch of life changes happened, so it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's amazing these paths that lives take us on. Like, yeah, did, I, you ever, did you ever think, like, when you were at the Culinary Institute, like, I'll probably just make my living talking about comic books someday, or selling them? Absolutely not. As a matter of fact, when I was up at CIA, I sold my comic collection for beer money. <laughs> oh. Because I really didn't. When you are at CIA, we were, uh, we were putting in, um, they would, we would do, like, 10 to 12-hour days. You know, this is MF school work. Mm-hmm. So um, getting a job, like a, a normal job where, you you know, you could actually punch in, punch a time clock and, yeah. and go in and, you know, put in a five or six hour shift didn't really happen. Right. Yeah. So, um, at the, the place I work at, we're uh, right next to the New England Culinary Institute, uh, NECI. Oh, and okay. uh, we actually, from time to time, hire Nike students who have very hard schedules, and we just try to fit them in when we can, if they're worthy, like if they're good enough cooks. Help prep, help come up with some ideas, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's nice. That's a, that's a great idea, yeah. Because, um, you know, my whole thing was, um, you know, there are all these guys who go to culinary, go culinary schools, and they think that to themselves, I'm an artist. I never thought of myself as an artist. I thought of myself as uh, more of a craftsman, taking it from that uh, that mm-hmm. angle. Because you know, uh, artists didn't build cathedrals. You know, it was a craftsman that did that. So you know, I, I love to. Uh, back in the day, back when I was uh, cooking professionally, I just loved to do um, comfort food. Yeah, that makes sense. Comfort food with a twist. So, well, that's what a lot of people. Yeah, that's that was what, just that that's was what a lot of people are looking for, honestly. <laughs> oh yeah, but uh, I see. Yeah, I was up there and I sold my comic book collection for uh, for beer money because we were, you know, hard up for beer money. <laughs> uh, it's funny you said you uh, sold your comic book collection. Um, I had heard that uh, during Hurricane Sandy that you had lost whatever remainder of your comic book collection you had. Well, I um, I had since. Rebuilt my collection in bigger and better. Oh, um, bigger than better. Bigger than better before culinary school. Oh yeah, much bigger and much better. Uh, I mean, working at at um, Jay and Bob is just you know I haven't paid retail for anything, (laughs) and my goodness, um, 
you know, a decade and a half. So it's, uh, what's, what's your biggest gem? Like what's the, what's, if you had to pick one, if, if you had to give up right, the rest of your collection, choose one comic to keep. As of right now, um, I, it's I, I'm really tough because I don't have too many singles oh. anymore. I upgraded to, um, to Omnibuy, uh, Omnibuses. I'm, I, I still don't even know what the plural of uh, Omni, Omnibus is. Uh, and hardcovers. So to look over here at, at my, um, my bookcase, I, I don't know. I, that's a tough mm. one. I did pick some, some really cool gems that I never had, like Secret Origins of the uh, DC Superheroes, which is really, really cool. Uh, kind of hard, a little obscure. It's got uh, all the the origins of uh, you know the major DC heroes. Nice. Um, yeah, actually, I was out. Uh, I love yard selling on the weekends to find like small collectibles, like Star Wars toys and comic books and stuff. Um, I actually managed to pick up a copy of uh, X Men Thirty Seven from the sixties at a uh, at a really? yard sale the other day. How much that cost you? For uh, how much? Seven dollars. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yes. That is such a random number, it, it right? Is a, Hey, how much for this, baby? Yeah. Ah, make it seven yeah, bucks. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's banged up. It's it's a little dinged up, but I gotta say, being X Men thirty seven, like you gotta get it for seven. Yeah, bucks I was anyway. like, I, I have to have this just to have it. Of yeah. course you do. And in the stack was a uh, a copy of Peter Porker, like number three or something. Oh and, god. Oh no way. That was like twelve dollars. Yeah, I didn't pick it up at all, but my son picked it up, and he looks at it, and he goes, "What is this?" And I'm like, "It's Peter Parker." Like, you know, he should know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my son's thirteen. Yeah. Right. And he looks at me. He's like, "What's that?" I'm like, "It's a pig spider." Uh, never mind. I it just was put great. it back God down. <laughs> yeah. You're, you know the Simpsons movie. You know when Homer was never yeah, mind. Exactly. You, you yeah, don't get anything. Don't worry yeah. about it. I put it back down. Like you don't even need to know. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> read X Men Thirty Seven. Yeah, better, yeah, walk back slowly away. We'll yeah. be fine with my X Men Thirty Seven. Yeah, <laughs> of course. And don't touch yeah, that. Exactly. It's actually in a like plastic sleeve now on a yeah. shelf. You know like. X Men. I mean, come on. There's movies, right? So there are movies that totally destroyed this classic yeah. comic. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to get it back. They're trying oh, to get it back together. <laughs> Yeah, they're trying. I gotta yeah. say, I'm not impressed though. Did you uh, Did you happen to see the new X Men movie? I what did. What did you think? I have not gone to the theater to see it yet. Okay, I have seen it. I saw it. Uh, we went. We were down in. Uh, we were down in. Where the hell were we? We were in Houston, and we saw it uh, opening night that Thursday night. And um, I went in, and I have you know, I, I have the utmost respect for all the the actors. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, Patrick Stewart, Sir Ian McKellen. And you notice I, I threw the sir in yes, there. Yes, yes. I had to, of, of course. course. <laughs> um, so I've got, I've got the utmost respect for these guys. And, but I went in with low expectations and almost no hope that this was going to be good, even though I loved First Class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought I that was do. a fine I, film, I, I too. I, lo- that was nice. I had some small issues, but nothing was, big. Of course. Uh, the, you know what? I've had the only comic book movie that I've ever had no issue with and I saw no real plot holes was Cap um, Winter oh Soldier. Oh my god, yeah, I agree with you 100% and I heard some nitpicky people that, and I gotta say, I don't care. It was perfect. Yeah, it was about as perfect a movie as you can get. It had action, it had, you know, uh, it's really hard to get a dude with wings to look really kick-ass. <laughs> exactly, the air. and not look comical. And Anthony Mackie <laughs> He friggin' nailed it, did he not? He did, absolutely. 
Um, I gotta, I think um, when I uh, when I watched that movie, I watched it with my wife, and I came home that night, and on uh, the podcast account that I have on Twitter, I believe my tweet that night was, "Wow, they finally did a James Bond movie the right way." Yeah, <laughs> that's what you said. yeah exactly. Right. That's uh, <laughs> except you know what. Cap has uh, an advantage over uh, James Bond in that that friggin' shield is much cooler than anything Bond has ever had. Even that, um, even the Moonraker yeah, car. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And no laser pen can beat that shield. <laughs> Hell no. And uh, I mean, just the scene in the elevator. Worth the price of admission right I agree there. 100%. Yeah, that was amazing. Actually, I have high hopes for Guardians of the Galaxy 2, but that one's a little bit more of a mystery, so I'm still like... You know what? I also uh, feel the same way you do. Uh, I'm. I was at a con. I was a Wizard Wizard World Philly this weekend with Ming, and uh, and actually Brian. It was pretty cool. Uh, and we we heard there that Nathan Fillion is going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's got a yeah, cameo. I, he won't say what, and I'm not going to. I ask. tweeted that out today because I actually found a leaked. Uh, someone apparently knows something more than we do, but they said that he was going to be Nova, like like real Nova. I know. I, I feel I, that's awesome. I, I would say it's awesome. I feel he's a little old for the role, but I'll accept it. Nonetheless. Work. Yeah, it could work. You know what? He's uh, I, I think he's you, you could say he's old for the role. Um, he's, uh, I think, two years younger than me. Thank you very much. Um, but I think it's, I, I think he would make a great rich rider. Don't you? I mean, even old. Yeah, I mean, when I call him old, he's the we're, I think you and I are actually close to the same age, too. So <laughs> I. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't worry about it. It's just that what a really cool idea. He he's so he's got that you know youthful he look. Does. No matter. I'm sure he'll be like 80 and still. Uh, him and Ralph Macchio. <laughs> I mean, those two bastards. Oh, that's a movie, man. That's great. Um, just but, I mean, really a bucket head over that pretty face. I don't know. Uh, speaking on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and your love of comics, I need to interject this real quick before we move into the uh, little bit of a news story I want to talk to you about. Um, I was okay. actually at a uh, there's a in my local area, there's not a comic book store in our town, but there's a secondhand store that sells retro things and they have a huge comic selection. And about three or four months ago, I was there and I picked up a set of Rocket Raccoon from the 80s, uh, one through four, the Marvel <laughs> miniseries. And I, yeah, I literally sure. decided because I didn't bring a lot of cash and they only took cash. There no credit cards. I put it back uh, and I was looking on ooh. eBay the other day and I was cringing at how much it's going oh. for now. So you're just uh, of course, yes. Uh, and I know that eBay prices don't it's, necessarily it's, mean market value, but holy crap, is that ATM expensive? Five now. feet down the street from that store, there is yes. <laughs> no thanks. Uh, did, did you go back and it, it was, was gone? Yeah, I went back a week later and it was gone um, originally. And oh. now, like I know I can't go back because I already went back and it's not there. But yeah, I saw someone selling them on eBay for fifteen hundred dollars, which I know is an outrageous, ridiculous price. But they're probably worth a decent amount, period. They are. Uh, well, you got to realize it was uh, penciled by Mike Mignola early in yeah, his career. Yeah, I know. So, I, I, I so, caught that when I, mean, I picked them oh up that God, day. It's got to be so good. Uh, I, I'm kicking myself for putting them back that day. <laughs> you should. You should kick yourself a lot. I got you. I, you know what? There's stuff. You can still get the uh, the hardcover. Of all four? They made a re-release? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, and it's. I think it was going for like five bucks. Oh wow! Okay. Um, at, 
I'm in comics. So, yeah, you could probably, or you can just go on, um, you know, Amazon and pick it up. Oh, um, yeah, I'll check that out. I, it's, I, I mean, it was all right. It was okay. Uh, you know, it was it was an eighty, you know, a mid eighties book, and they were throwing as much crap against the wall as they are now. And don't forget <laughs> right. that that's also the time when there was only uh, two X books. Yeah, Uncanny X Men. I mean, and one Doctor? of one of them didn't even have an X in it. So it was um, actually no, it was three, wasn't it? Three X books. Uh, yeah, no, was no, Uncanny X Men, X Factor. No, X Factor didn't come out till uh, I believe it was eighty. Was it eighty five or eighty six? Wouldn't be Excalibur. No, Excalibur it was uh, New Mutants. New Mutants. New Mutants yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually used to love they that sw- book. They switched over. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I, I love really... that crazy alien member of their group with the black skin and the yellow like tech lettering down his body. Yeah, yeah, uh, Warlock. Warlock. Thank you. He was like one of my favorites as a kid, but I've I've so lost touch with that series. Are you, yeah. you know what? That it was a horrible, horrible. Uh, so just a weird character, which I thought, uh, which I liked about him. He was an alien mutant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was kind of weird. It didn't quite fit how the rest of the story should go. Yeah, well, they were trying to make it like more xenophobic and like if you really hate aliens, you know these these mutants are you know like an alien breed. But here's a real alien for you to hate, and he's a mutant on top of it. So go to town. Right. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Uh, we're gonna move into uh, what would have been part of our regular show, but we decided to discuss this one topic with you because it's got a collectible aspect to it. Um, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and apparently, this gentleman we're gonna talk about was too, mm-hmm. uh, to a point, but also had some flaws. Apparently, yeah. Um, the story basically is a uh, U.S. Mexican resident was in trouble with the we'll call it the, the Mexican mafia. And was willing to trade the $3,000 he owed to them in Star Wars collectibles well worth over that. Um, Okay. uh, Well, let me ask one. May I ask one question? Of course. Do we know what he owed money for? Uh, I would assume either something what we would consider shady or it might have been something like to keep him in the country because apparently he had a visa that expired. And okay. he was here over that. And while being here, he incurred this debt with these individuals. And apparently the only way he could figure out to pay the debt was to bring the collectibles to him. Um, this ended poorly. Uh, this gentleman is now dead. But the person who killed him and his associates are being deported to Mexico for prosecution. Um, my God, 4000 I'm guessing, dollars in Star Wars collectibles? Uh, what would that even look like? Uh, actually, um, may, you could fit that in a box. Yeah. If you have just the right piece items, I guess you could. Yeah. Unopened. Like, yeah. yeah. It's, it wouldn't take much, but here's, now here's my question. It, I mean, I'm assuming that it would have taken him longer to sell the pieces and give the guys the money than he had. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, which is why he took the. The, the things, you know, yeah, I mean, if he went to a, a comic shop, yeah, yeah, that was a big deadline that yeah. he had. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, over here in 20 minutes or I'm going to cut off your balls. Yeah, yeah, you know, shit, and, yeah, shit, what do I got laying around? Coffee maker? No, that's not going to do. Refrigerator? No. Ah, fuck. Star Wars figures. Here we go. Right. Exactly. Perfect. Um, so, oh, my God. Um, yeah, so he, he died 
And that's that's not really good. No, I'm kind of wondering what happened to his collection, though. Like, is that sitting in, like, they probably, some... They took it. Probably. Well, there's those auctions where they auction off drug cars, drug boats, etc. Drug Star Wars. Would it be like, yeah, is there a drug, drug Star Wars? Wars? Drug, drug collectibles? Yeah, the first yeah. time ever that, yeah. Going once, going twice. This lot of Star Wars figures from a drug dealer. and Well, not technically a drug dealer, but from a police confiscation. I mean, yeah. these... These went somewhere. It's a mafia, yeah. Well, you know what? You, you got to figure either it's drugs or, I mean, the original, what, what did he owe three grand on? Because, I mean, that's not a whole lot of money. No, it and you'd really think isn't. That they would, you'd think that they would give him a little bit of slack for three grand. It's much easier for him to go. I would give him five days to sell these freaking things and huh? get me my money. Because, well, I mean, the only thing that, that the, uh, the the Mexican mafia guy has hanging over his head now is a murder charge. Exactly. Which, I mean, I you know, I know that, that uh, life is cheap in, you know, down south of the border. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't mean to sound racist or anything, but... Oh, no, we you're, all, you're accurate. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, some of those, some of the, the biggest racists in the world are, are, are accurate. But, uh, I mean, I'm just saying that <laughs> there's... There's one place down there that's like the murder capital of the world, and it's Mexico City. Exactly. And you know, it's, for four thousand dollars, you're gonna kill a guy. Yeah. That's that's just bad business. I know. I feel like anyone could come up with that in a short period of time if they knew it was their life on the line. Like, let this guy eBay for a week. Yeah, seriously. Be like, oh, <laughs> if it's really worth more than three grand, why don't you sell it? Give us whatever you get. Maybe we get five grand out of it. Payment you don't plan. have to kill a guy. <laughs> and you have to go just hang out and still be the mafia and not get deported. Like, uh. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, I, I think it's very short-sighted of the, the mafia guy <laughs> to, you know, just, you know, cut. He basically cut off his own head. Yeah. Wonder if he uh, cut off the other guy's head with like two lightsabers, Dooku style. It sounds like he didn't know that I, much about know, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, seriously. If he did, he'd probably be like, "Cool, I'll take the Star Wars collectibles. I know I can get five grand for him on eBay." Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's got a bunch of his cronies right now in front of a bank of computers, all plugging into eBay, going, "I'm sorry, I can't do this fast enough." <laughs> <laughs> or you got the yeah, the mafia is like, "Hey, we have a, a new revenue stream. It's yeah. Star Wars collectibles." Hey, let's get out of the drug business and get into the Star Wars collectible yeah. business. Yeah, yeah, you better watch your comic book collection again because they might be coming after that. So. Yeah, sir, do you want hey, this? God, as an, do you want this as an auction or should we do it as buy it now? <laughs> <laughs> I would do buy it now and uh, give them one day. So, yeah. I mean, really, you, or, or else, <laughs> or else, yeah. <laughs> buy it now or else. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That works. <laughs> All right. Um, that's a pretty morbid topic to talk about, but thank you for entertaining us with that. And uh, we're glad to hear your perspective on it. Absolutely. Oh, not at all, man. That's And, and that, that really is creepy. I'm going to keep <laughs> my eyes open for that. Let me, may I interject with a story for you guys to maybe talk about next time? Sure. And maybe if you, you get more guests on, you know, uh, have the, they have to do the, uh, the next story that you guys talk about. Ah, I like oh, a, I a little tip like tat. Like we can, there's, there's no, uh, there's no tradition like a new tradition. I love it. I like that. So, um, in Germany, an American, uh, foreign exchange student had to be rescued by German firefighters out of a giant sculpture of a vagina. <laughs> a vagina. I saw the picture of that about four minutes before we started podcasting I know. We, we actually today. thought about just scrapping one of our stories and, and making it. So it's. I'm glad you mentioned that because 
we that gives that justifies us actually bringing it into next week's show. Cause that, Perfect. That there you just, go. Because we we were talking about it when we read it, and we're like, "Oh crap, we got to save this up in case we actually." Because it's just rife with with hilarity. So. Oh my god, yeah, the picture oh, of, of him course. stuck in it was yeah. just. And it took like tw- <laughs> what it's like twenty two or twenty like twenty nine workers or something like that to get him free. Yeah. Like, yeah, they had to find the clitoris button to open the vagina. Up. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> telling you, you know when people talk about them them German women being you know you know muscular and and uh, fat, but. No, not at all. I guess they're they got uh, you know they, they've a little been down there, right? Practicing their kegels, that's for sure. <laughs> Kegel. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kegel sounds like a German word, honestly. I think that, it does. that, I think that it is, is. kegels. Uh, I think that stands for uh, crushed to death an American uh, exchange student. All right, by vagina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that acronym. Perfect. Yes, long acronym. <laughs> yes. Well, all well, right. We, we will. Uh, we will. Well, we've discussed it a little bit now, but we'll we'll uh, go further with that one for sure. Definitely. Fantastic. Thanks for the new tradition, Mike. And thanks not a at lot. all. Thanks a lot for being on our show and and, and helping us out here with uh, some Star Wars topics and uh, and giving us a little story of your life. Not a problem. Always always a pleasure to talk to fellow comic enthusiasts. Yes, definitely. We're uh, we're a growing crowd. I like that. <laughs> I know. Yes, and we're we're very chic these days. Yeah, exactly. I'm kind of surprised by that, but Geek loving sheet, it at the same Love time. It. A little late for me. It could have happened in high school, for Christ's sake. But all right. Thank you very much, Mike. Yes, thank you for being on the all show. Right. Appreciate it. Uh, I- you can find Mike on Comic Book Men in uh, the podcast I Sell Comics, and he's the best guest we've had so far. I think. Sorry, Andrew McElfresh. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much. You guys rock. You, you too, right. man. Thanks. Thank you too. All right. Um. Thank you, Mike, Thank you, again Mike. for being on the show. That was great. Uh, now we move on as if that never had happened. Yes. It's almost like we're leaving the past behind us, isn't it? I know. Yeah. As opposed to in front of us. I know. The past is always in front of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we're going to move into the AV Club. And um, this week, we are going to be talking about Tiger Train. A uh, few of you out there might know what that is based on that just two-word term. But yeah. uh, Believe Jared, me, if you've seen it, you fucking know what Jerry, you watched this today is. right i watched it and i loved it and i actually i went and subscribed to his uh youtube channel so i, I, I did catch up on his because he's got a bunch of like episodes lynchland episodes liam lynch yes we're liam about. lynch uh liam lynch came out with a new video and um it is for tiger train um liam lynch if anyone doesn't know uh he's the brains behind syphil and ollie show um he also has worked with queens of the stone age tenacious fucking D. love those guys and he, tenacious d he's just a he's he's very metal and very creative with CG, computers, visual graphics, yes. etc. But at the same time, it, you've seen pictures of him? Yeah, yeah. He, he looks like us. He looks like an average dude. Yeah, just, just... but, he, but he, he does that kind of like motorhead style, like uh, heavy metal thing in the in the video. Mm-hmm. And also, if you recall, like going back to like, you know, when we were talking about the kind of graphics that like that were funny that Flint Flossie did, this is a totally different end of the spectrum where they're like high end CG, but like still kind of cheesy but in a purposeful way uh, yeah. oh yeah this this video is just amazing i mean okay we have the a guy playing too. guitar the actually good it's catchy like yeah. it could go on the radio and i, I like think it like would... the, they, they actually knows what he's doing he plays so exactly. i mean if he's worked with queens of the stone age and tenacious d i'm sure he's got some you know oh i had no talent. idea what to expect honestly but when i heard like tiger train was the thing that it rocked and all this stuff then i saw the yeah, and it's literally links. what it is like tiger train yeah it's, it's a guy playing guitar on a tiger train and he's um, dissing anything that's not a tiger train that tries to fucking mimic it you'll hear 
Um, this also relates to that uh, little spoiler we hinted at the beginning of the show that we have a big announcement at the end of the show. Um, we're going to play a clip of this now, but um, listen in at the end of the show. We have, we have more news on this, too. Uh, here you go. Here's a tiny, tiny bit of Tiger Train. The turtle truck sucks. The turtle truck, the turtle sucks. truck sucks. I love um, it. And you and you actually have to you got to watch this video because everything he's saying there is actually a a visual representation of that. So you want to see a turtle truck? Fucking watch the video. Yeah, this guy's done a lot of work with a lot of people. He uh, was uh, instrumental in the Sarah Silverman movie Jesus Is Magic. He uh, co-wrote and produced the soundtrack. Um, he's also worked with, you know, obviously Tenacious D, he's worked with Weird Al Yankovic, uh, They Might Be Giants, uh, he did artwork for Them Crooked Vultures, uh, he's all over the place, plus he's a podcaster. Uh, if anyone wants to go check out his show, I was actually looking to see if I had it, it is Lynchland, podcast called Lynchland, actually, I've never heard it, and I think, uh, after seeing his work, and getting more familiar with who he is, I'm gonna gonna check this out now. Yeah, I immediately became a fan. Exactly. As soon as you put a tiger train in front of me, I'm sold. Um, the only other part of AV Club we have for this week is... Great movies. I, you said the word great. I'm I'm as disappointed in oh, you right now wait, as wait, I am with Paramount. It's, uh, no, no, shitty. Shitty, shitty movies. Shitty yeah. movies to be, to be made. Yeah, Paramount um, actually laid out their entire schedule of movies for the next two years. And just think about how many hundreds of millions of dollars is going to go into this amazing list you're about to uh, to, to lay out. Wait, before I lay out the list, let's mm-hmm. have a moment of dead air. Let's ask a question to our listeners. So when they ponder this, we'll give like three seconds of dead mm-hmm. air so they can come up with their own answer, and then we'll give them the answer. How many movies in the next two years made by Paramount will be original scripts? Okay. One. All right. One movie by Paramount. One that's slated now. You know, maybe they they'll come up with something else in the meantime. But it shows you. Well, you know, you know the funny part. I, we talked about this earlier when we were uh, doing pre-show. You know, chit chat. Uh, the movie's called Project Almanac. Sorry, yeah. Project Almanac. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading that off the edge of my phone. <laughs> like it's some fucking foreign word you can't pronounce right. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Project Almanac. For all you fancy literaries out there. Well, the funny part is, <laughs> except for my dyslexia, yeah, yeah. is uh, it's a found footage film about teenagers who basically realize they have the ability to time travel through some means and realize the pitfalls of time travel. Um, I forgot to mention this to you earlier. There's a movie coming out this year, not by Paramount, that is the same th- plot. It's about teenagers who find out their dad made a time machine. And I think after he died, the kids and their friends find the device in their garage and use it to go back and then realize they're messing up time. So it's like a... And that's coming out this year. It's like Paramount's doing a preemptive reboot of a movie they never made. Because that's apparently all they can do is reboot and sequels. Because it tells you that fucking stu- major studios have run out of ideas. Now, do we even discuss these one-on-one, or do I we read ra- them all? I just rattle through the list right now, and then we can maybe... Here, uh, how about this? Yeah. I'll rattle off, you interject. Okay. 
All right. And mind you, all reboots, sequels, or remakes. Mm -hmm. Uh, G.I. Joe 3, Star Trek 3, Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters 2. Okay, was the first Hansel and Gretel called Witch Hunters? Do you know? I I, I never saw it. I want to say yes. I'm not familiar. Apparently, it did well enough to to create. I believe on Netflix, there's a a B version of that that has something to do with weed. A B. Oh, a B version. I was thinking a beaver. Like a. It's like, oh, kind of like zombie beaver version. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sweet. Um, it would fucking be better than the original. We have uh we have Paranormal Activity five. Yeah. Um another Ben Hur movie? Was there a recent one of that or is this a sequel to like the nineteen forties? Oh, I think 50s it, uh, this one? one sounds I mean I would 60s assume a one. reboot, a sequel that, that long after. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. I'm kinda c yeah. I'm kinda perplexed by Thousands that one. of years after the Bible and shit. Ben Hur. <laughs> derp me derp, squirrely derp. Uh, what do we have? Uh, a new Beverly Hills Cop movie, which is much like Transformers Age of Extinction. It's a sequel cleverly hiding within a reboot. Yes. Because they're saying, like, with the new Transformers movie that it's a reboot. But it's not. It's the same story. Mm-hmm. It's a continuation of the same story. It's the same director. It's the same team. All they really changed was Shia LaBeouf uh, left and Mark Wahlberg came in. In Transformers. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I don't remember Shia LaBeouf in the in, in any of the in uh, Ben Hur <laughs> or, or yeah <laughs> or, or the or the Beverly Hills Cops movies or anything no. like that. So okay, Beverly Hills Cop, you said. Was yeah, that yeah, that that is, would be is what that four is that um does is that containing the same cast or is it more like a reboot? Like yeah, Kevin no, no, Hart no, no, now, no. Or? It's the same cast. It's like they said with the Transformers thing. It's more like a reboot sequel. Yeah. So it's going to be numbered chronologically to be the next one. Yes. Um, I'm pretty sure Eddie Murphy's going to be in it. That's my main. Actually, I should have just asked if Eddie sure. Murphy's going to be in it. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, God damn it. Let's keep going uh, with keep, this keep list. I, I don't even know. Like, My heart better. is sinking just saying these titles. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants sequel? Because mm-hmm. that's popular now. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. I, hey, I, 2000 and called, and they want their like, cartoon back. That was like when we were in college stoner comedy. Was that, was the original movie, like, did they do like a 3D fucking crazy version, or was no, it just 3D? No, 3D wasn't very prevalent at that time. Yeah. They did a, they did a I mean, like, a, I just didn't know, like, a, I mean, I computer animated 3D. But it did have that yeah. scene. I have to say, I watched the movie. Did you? I don't think so. I never watched the show either, Okay, though. there was a scene where SpongeBob gets drunk in a uh, bar. Oh, I, I do remember seeing... Bit, uh, bits of that maybe even you showed me yeah that. that clip might have been going around it might yeah. have been like like all hyped to show you that like oh my god spongebob got drunk uh yeah um hot tub hot tub time machine too yeah i gotta say that got dissed a lot but i actually liked it i liked it It was an enjoyable movie i don't know if it's sequel worthy i think my issue with uh comedies is r-rated comedies are hard to come by and when a good one comes out i latch onto it like a virus and the thing about those two is they're usually better as one-shots. Hangover is a great example of that. Right. I'm, I'm guessing Hot Top Time Machine 2 is going to be like the Hangover movies where it's like the same thing, only slightly different scenario. Be like, oh my god, it happened again! Bloop! Hey, and then only, I, I hope so. It's a good, if they it's do a good it right. crew, though. That's a good thing. It's a good cast. But so was the Hangover movies. Like 22 got, Jump Street. They got like worse and worse. Did you see 22 Jump Street? I saw 21 Jump Street. 22 Jump Street. Just, just came out. out? Okay. Yeah. Um, from everyone I've heard and everything I've read, it is amazing. And it, it, I don't go it to totally, the cinema very much. Well, it totally embraces the fact that it's a sequel. They they make the a first lot, one. It, I was really they, they pleasantly almost, surprised with. Actually. Oh, the first one was. Great. And a lot of those uh, made like those old TV where they kind of call on themselves uh, and 
make fun of the the original in a little way, but pay homage to it. Those have actually been really pretty good lately. But it only works sometimes. Like Starsky and Hutch wasn't good. No, it was. It, it had funny moments. It, but did, it wasn't good. But like Twenty One Jump Street it was, was hilarious. Yeah, I was. Um, really apparently in. Twenty Two Jump Street, they actually make very much fourth wall breaking down comments about like, so what do we do? I hope this is something totally different than last time. They're like, yeah, you have to go find a drug dealer with an experimental new drug going through the school. But this time it's college, and they play on it so hard. So they're pretty much calling it, out the, that, the genre. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's and that's what makes it funny. That's great. Oh, that's what I love. Yeah, being being aware. That's that's all I ask. Uh, we also have a uh, Terminator. Five Friday the Thirteenth sequel slash reboot. Is it like a sequel of the last reboot? It might be a full or is reboot. it a three? Like how also, many, I'm so sick of reboots. Fucking a, Jesus. Also, you have the fuck. TV show of Friday the Thirteenth coming Just, out this fall. Yes, he's probably tied in. Cut it the fuck out with reboots, Jesus. You have Mission Impossible Five and a remake of The Gambler. Yeah. Do you remember that movie? I don't. No, I think that was an old one. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg's going to be in it, so I'll watch it. Isn't Mark hey. Wahlberg in like five of those, didn't they say, or four? Mark Wahlberg signed is in, in most. Signed on for like I believe four. he's in every movie I just mentioned. He will be Axel in <laughs> Beverly Hills He's Scott. just like sleeping he's, on the Paramount couch, and they're just like, hey, man, got another one. He's, All right. He's going to be daring. He's going to go blackface. <laughs> <laughs> Can I be in it? Oh, Jesus Christ, it's Mark Wahlberg. Just give him a movie, and he'll fucking leave, okay? All right. That's my Mark Wahlberg impersonation. Oh, I'm from Boston, oh, maybe? Oh, I'm Mark Wahlberg. Oh, 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 Mary had a little lamb. Fleeks were white as snow, soaked my dick. Oh, Mark Wahlberg. All right. You're getting a little excited, Jer. Um, you're making me a little afraid. I get, I get excited about uh, Do you want to take a walk? Do you want to walk around the block a little bit? Uh, yeah, you know, we're, actually, we're, I gotta, I gotta go, I gotta chill out a little bit anyway. I've well, been, we're getting I've been into dingo straight, droppings, straight and I figure we only have two mics, and it would make yeah. a lot of sense if you gave Bruce. No, Bruce no, yours. I, I, I was planning on stepping out for this anyway. Uh, Bruce has been actually chilling out down. So he got here early. To, he actually got here early to, to read the story ahead of time. He said because he wanted to be a little bit more prepared than he was last time. So, um, yeah, because uh, a drunken Australian can sound bad on air. Yeah. Well, all right. <laughs> But right. yeah, I'm going to go ahead and uh, take off. So right. I'll be back in a little bit. Okay. I'll While Jerry leaves, we are going to stop, start, stop, start, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> dingo droppings. Dingo droppings. All right. Hello, Dan. Bruce, Bruce. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to have you back in the studio. I've got a little bone to pick with you, but I'll, uh, I'll save it for a little bit here. Whoa. We haven't talked in like five weeks. Is it because you haven't been on the show recently? Uh, mostly because I've been on the show lately, but uh, mostly also because I've been in the Caribbean again. Remember that? Uh, yeah, you went back. Yeah. Wow, that—that's your story. <laughs> it was very boring this time. No princesses to uh, inseminate. Nah, it was actually pretty boring. I stayed in my hotel room most of the time, just jacked it a little bit, watched some television. Okay, fascinating. Um, How have you been, anyway? Uh, oh, I, I I've been good. You've been uh, a little bit on the injured side. Yeah, I how's da- it going? I, I damaged my pelvis. A I've been, weeks I've been ago. paying. I've been listening in on the podcast uh, yeah. the last couple of times. You guys have been doing a yeah um, job, World Cup, uh, World Cup US game yesterday. Oh, you played in the World Cup? No, but I injured myself in the World Cup. Uh, you're probably just as good as most of the American players, anyway. Uh. <laughs> Even though actually they've been doing all right. No, I actually re-injured my injury uh, at work because of the World Cup. Um, I won't get uh. into it because it bores you. But um, it does actually. You're pretty fucking boring, no matter what. Though, so you might as well talk about whatever you have to talk about. 
Okay. Um, thank you for flying in to be rude to me, but... <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's pretty much the only thing I... I mean, it's fucking more fun than blasting it in the Caribbean. All right. Um, I brought you in today because... Because you a- actually... He is, you brought me in to talk about Austria, as if you don't know the difference between Australia in Austria. I, uh, I was reading up on the story downstairs, and I know, I mean, there's a lot of, like, a lot of, like, uh, I want to know these... These stereotypes going around uh, about Americans being kind of dumb and shit so like that. Right uh, you know, Americans being kind of dumb and shit like that. <laughs> and I and I, I popped up in the store. I'm like, I'll give Scott the benefit of the doubt here. <laughs> and I fucking pop up the thing, and it's about this Austrian atheist. And uh, but I figured I'd, I'd do my best to go ahead. and... <laughs> yeah, sure. Austria is the same thing. Oh, Fuck it, Bruce Bruce. I hate you so much right now. I cannot believe I misread that. Well, you know what? I really don't care if a dumb dumb hates me. It's fine by me. <laughs> so what do you got to say about this? Uh, you want to just give me a little rundown? I, I, ran, I ran over a little bit of the story downstairs, but I uh, um, haven't had a chance to really catch up on the details. Yeah, of, sure. You know, so being such an expert in Austria and all. <laughs> so an Austrian atheist. Yep. <laughs> Managed to get his driving license photo taken while wearing a pasta strainer on his hat, considering it, in quotes, religious headgear because he is a pastafarian. Oh, gotcha. He uh, he prescribes to the religion of pastafarianism, which it believes in the flying spaghetti monster. That's right. That's like the, uh, the 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 atheist where the the uh, argument about like you might as well believe in a flying spaghetti monster. It's just as likely as a exactly because right? you haven't and you haven't on. seen it right. So the argument that that fucking uh, God necessarily you know oh here's actually another really interesting about this story is when you pop it up and you look at the picture, there's nothing fucking English about that photo. It's almost as if it's not Australian. It's almost as if it's in a weird language, like, oh, now, German or Austrian or something like that. <laughs> but now, nah, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and fucking look at this story and just be like, oh, shit, it's the same thing. got to go ahead and give that. But anyway, yeah, Flying Spaghetti Monster. Um, atheism, you know, it's, uh, they, they, they bring up this, uh, this spaghetti monster, you know, uh, God... Might as well be as far as spaghetti monster, etc. Yeah, um, well, I mean, getting his uh, license wasn't that easy. He wanted to wear the pasta strainer on his head. Yeah, right. Um, as pasta firings, it do. doesn't look like a pasta strainer. It either. really doesn't. Looks like an it oversized like yarmulke. Or looks like, yeah, it looks like a big like a. What do you I call guess those? Uh, a, what do you call those in Australia? Yarmulkes. Uh, we call them uh, pasta strainers, actually. <laughs> Oddly so, enough. So he was kind of crossing all boundaries here. Yeah. Um, they actually made him go to a uh, to a doctor and get a certificate to make sure that he was phys- psychologically fit to drive. Oh, Jesus Christ. And when all, all was done, he was finally allowed, based on doctor's notes and religious beliefs, to get this photo taken. Um, yeah, so what happened was eventually he was driving... And he was pulled over for it, and the cop really didn't know what to think of this photo. He called him out on it. All right. Um, well, I mean, I, I don't know, but it's, it's, it, it just seems a little, uh, I don't know, not hypocritical, but it's uh, it's just like if, if you're, you're allowed to, I don't know, it's, it's, it's just as, as, it's arbitrary to kind of like pigeonhole this guy just because he believes in a flying spaghetti monster. I mean, for anyone to just say because that... because it's not accepted, but if, if he was wearing a yarmulke or a, a pasta strainer, as we call it in Australia, and then uh, we're not a real pasta strainer, then it wouldn't have been a big deal because it would have been like, oh, I'm wearing this little yarmulke in the picture and I, I'm, you know, I believe in this God. And, then, and now you've, you, you, you believe in a flying spaghetti monster, which I'm sure he doesn't. But uh, I don't know. 
Yeah, it is. It, it's it a is, little unfair, I think. It is absolutely uh, against the rules to have a hat of yep. any kind on your head. You have to actually show your entire face slash head right, yeah. in any kind of uh, photo ID. You can't yeah. do that for a passport. You can't do that for a photo ID. But it seems like, is there, are they now? I guess we'd have to look into this a little bit, but uh, there's no exceptions for religion or anything like that? Like if it's... You're not supposed to take it off. Like it would be terrible to get photographed without you. It would have to be part of the uh, Pastafarian like religious doctrine. Yeah. And I, I guess they'd have to prove that it's an actual religion, and this is actually. I believe it this has, clearly. I mean, I, the guy, I the guy it, is a little bit of a joke anyway. But like, come on. Actually, I believe it has been proven to be an actual religion. I could be off base in that, but you yeah. know, with all the weird stuff you hear about, I really think that one is. They get like non-profit status and, and stuff like that. All right. Um, did you listen to the uh, Mike Zapsack interview earlier? Were you uh, were you were you within earshot of the door? I did, yeah. Oh, I listened through the door a little bit. I had a little glass up to the door, hoping to hear a little hinky panky, a little bangaroo. Did you like that? It was pretty good. I like the guy. He's nice, nice. He uh, sounds like he knows what he's talking about, yeah. which is more than I could say for everybody that you know is a part of this show. Uh, it's all uh, I, I gotta say. Thank you for having yourself on the show. My God, I hate yeah. you right now. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, yeah. Anything else for me, anyway? Uh, no, I think we're uh, we're absolutely right. done with you at this point. Well, I'll tell you what. Next time, uh, if you need to fucking talk about, I don't know, Ukraine or Japan or whatever, just go ahead and uh, give me a call, all right? All right. Um, Anything that built, begins with a letter A, fuck it. <laughs> Australia now. That's it. All right. right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go. I'll go get Jeremiah. All right. Bruce, Bruce, thank you for being on air. All right. Um, Take what, care. A, what a week. We have uh, two guests this week. We had uh, Mike Zasik so far, and we have Bruce, Bruce Moran. I'm kind of in awe. Um, I guess now that Jer's coming back into the room, we should probably transition into web dropping since this is kind of a tight show time wise. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Uh, so let's hit web droppings. Web dropping. Alright, I uh, I have the first web dropping this week, and I gotta say, it's, there's not a lot to talk about. Uh, I don't even know how to go from this. Um, headline. Let's give it a shot. Chinese hospitals introduce hands-free automatic sperm extractor. Sounds like it's a machine that you can fuck. It's a machine that fucks you. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You stick your you stick your dick in and... yeah. So uh, Chinese and you, hospitals it, it stands hands free, right? So yeah, they're introducing a new machine which can extract sperm for donors. Um, this was on a website in Japan. A pink, gray, and white machine has a massage pipe at the front, which can apparently be adjusted according to the height of the user. Huh. It then uh, thrusts back and forth while you stand in it and collects a sample. Um, it looks like a Segway you could fuck, honestly. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. minus the wheels. You throw wheels in that, you have, like, a fuckmobile. No, the thing I couldn't tell by the pictures, it, like, is Did this behind the... a curtain or anything? It just looks like at the, at the oh, front no, of a store. This is an expo. It, oh, okay. Okay. Because <laughs> it looks like you just go in and there's a kiosk, like, lined up like ATM machines. Or no, something. this is like, all right, fuck it, boom. And the, then uh, the notice like, you just walk you. in and there's a bunch of, like, pantless Chinese guys, like, reading the newspaper, getting their dick sucked by a fucking R2-D2. And... No, the web notes I sent you uh, for the show. Uh, oh, it was from an expo. Okay. There was uh, pics and videos. Did you watch the video? I didn't watch the video, no. I was afraid of watching the video. Uh, we'll post the video on... Um, I was seriously afraid. Like, you sent me a video later. of a Chinese man getting his dick sucked by a, a machine. Oh, I, I could find one of those in two seconds if I tried. Oh, yeah, of course, if you try. 
Um, so yeah, this was at an expo where you could basically go and check out the new medical devices, like the hot new so, MRI okay. with the the neon glowing piping down the side. And the, yeah, that sucks your dick. Now, now <laughs> you set MRI a precedent. It sucks <laughs> your dick. You can set a precedent. Now everybody's gonna wonder if their medical device sucks their dick. Well, exactly. it's like a stethoscope, but it sucks your dick too. You know, it's great. Is um, I have a story for another week. It's a uh, Indiegogo, and I, I'm saving it for another week because I want to play the audio, and I don't have it queued up or anything. But there was actually a Indiegogo that managed to get a hundred thousand over what they were asking for a really? wall plug-in flashlight with adjustable speeds. Oh, I did see somebody got like a. For, there was a blowjob machine. That yeah, got a essentially, load of money. Uh, and like I said, it was I, actually I, called the one I looked at was called a blowjob machine. I, 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 it, I almost, it almost made it into this web one had a more clever drop name. Yeah. And yeah, maybe next week we'll combine yours and mine. Yeah, but um. <laughs> Oh, yeah. docking. Dick I mean, only, yeah, only, <laughs> only because we're talking about uh, blowjob machines that it, that immediately popped into my head. That yeah, like my first thought is like, is this self cleaning? Is, is there is there a dude who has to clean this thing? I know every night? what a fucking job. Not like, every night. Well, ew, like, every yeah. night. Like that means like ninety people yeah. stuck <laughs> their same <laughs> dick in it. I mean, obviously it's got a. I mean, I'm guessing it's not just collecting it all together in a bucket, right? It's just like you just scoop and it's like a fucking grab bag of which babies you're gonna yeah. get. You're like, so how knows? My, so how's my fertility level? Okay, uh, I guess it, it averaged well. Yeah. <laughs> you could have, yeah, you, I don't know, we're kind of grading on the curve here. Yeah, you exactly. You could have been the one that brought the class down, for all I know, but... Yeah. Exactly, you'd be the one that curved it all, though. <laughs> but yeah, I just imagine some poor dude scraping out the fucking crusty, like, semen... Yeah, it's gotta I be self-cleaning. I, I kind of wish we had made our major announcement at the top of the show now, because as we keep talking about videos and stuff, like, you know, there's some stuff that's gonna happen later that... I don't know. Just keep mental notes as you go through our show tonight as you're listening or tomorrow or during the day or the afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. And uh, just keep mental notes of these uh, things we mentioned, like video clips and songs and stuff, because uh, we got a surprise at the end of the show. That's right. All right. So the next story is... Oh, yes. ...yours. I, uh, Scott, three words for you. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me, let me know. I love three-word combinations. Swiss. Mm-hmm. Not the, Austrian, Swiss. Cheese. Good eye. I like. I like your Swiss. <laughs> that's my. You know that, what's funny? That's my Bruce Bruce impression. Do you know what's have funny? You ever heard is, that uh, I have not actually heard that. Bruce was that Bruce. was my really? Bruce Bruce impression. That's yeah. very good. That's very good. Good eye. Um, I'm a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Do you know that like that was the Austrian Australian mix up was a joke in Dumb and Dumber. Remember that? I'm, Aust- I'm uh, like the hot woman's like I'm Austrian. It's like. Oh, good eye, mate. Let's throw another shrimp on the bobby. That was? Yes. Oh, my God. You made so, the same mistake as <laughs> I'm. I'm as smart as dumb and I'm, I'm just going to give you the benefit of the doubt. You were rushing through things, and they, they do they look similar in, in name. It's not like you actually missed It was missing an L. Yeah. Oh, so Swiss <laughs> cheese pervert. Mm-hmm. Now, this guy was caught in January uh, and was actually finally sentenced, and... He is going to get eight months of probation, pleaded guilty on Thursday, uh, past Thursday, um, not the future Thursday, um, uh, to indecent exposure and harassment. Now, this person, 42 years old, uh, from Philadelphia or Norristown, Pennsylvania, uh, was arrested in January after three women reported that a man had driven up to them and offered them money to put cheese on his genitals and perform a lewd act. The lewd acting, jerking off. I'm it didn't say. I'm guessing probably jerk him off with like blow me while you slowly nibble it off. Yeah, I'm also wondering like was it? Um, I when Man, I pictured that, that actually sounds hot. 
Yeah, he just asked them to like place it as if they were making a sandwich, just gently. Like, did he already have the lettuce on there and everything? Just like, all right, finish this cock sandwich. Maybe you just moved that's here from he Switzerland, talks. and that's how they do things up there. Maybe it's a cultural gap. Yeah. Maybe he was in his car, and like this hot girl walks by, and he's like, I don't know, hey. you know, hey, this this is how we this roll is a, in Switzerland. like a friendly greeting. Yeah, exactly. I, it's also you know, y'all, I, we like this, we like the, we like the Swiss cheese on the dick. Yeah. Y'all, y'all, we like the Swiss cheese on the dick. No, yeah, I wonder, we put it on the penis and we we stroke it and it, it gets soft and limp. Now, he was named, um, okay, I guess it does say using Swiss cheese specifically in there, but then in the... In the yeah, that's what thing, I saw, too. I actually yeah. read this story a little while back and... Um, yeah, because he was caught in January originally. Yeah, this is and, an old bit of And I bumped but into it, but it, he just got I just remembered, like, it happened before our podcast really got off the ground. So it was nice to actually see it pop up, pop back up, you know, for like to to give us a, a reason to talk about it. And it's originally I was I pictured like sliced cheese and wrapped it around and you jerk them off that way. But I'm also just that's I don't know. what I thought. But that's, I was also thinking like a thought. giant block of cheese, like one of those just, big like restaurant size like carve off your own slice fucking. So does big he? Blocks does of he drill hole? Okay, my first like thought the, was like he would popcorn? drill a new hole through it because it's Swiss. It already has okay, holes. Yeah. To fuck it, but if he's asking women off the street to do something, I'm thinking he has a wafer-thin cheese wheel glory hole. But he's asking them to place so it like on the genitals, right? So he's, no, so, like a, a like glory hole, you know, like a yeah. hole in the bathroom wall. It says, so it says, he, has yeah, like, okay. he has a three-foot-wide cheese wheel, <laughs> and it's cut down to be three in, one inch thick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he sticks his dick through a pre-made or naturally occurring hole in the middle, and he wants to be blown through the cheese wheel glory hole. And here's what I'm going to say. If if that's the case, and you're anybody, woman, man, or anything, and somebody holding a three-foot cheese wheel says, hey, come here for a second, and you do, you deserve to get a fucking glory hole dick through the fucking thing. Well, you don't deserve to. You're more obligated to. Yes, because at that point, come on, something's going on. Like, I'll walk up to this guy with the three-foot cheese wheels. Like, right. oh, excuse me. I mean, I guess it could be like a stranger that needs a little help, but... Right. That's uh that's, that's about that. Yeah. <laughs> um my next story actually I grabbed on the internet is uh it's kind of short. Um basically it's an announcement that this exists. Um I'm sure a lot of you out there are familiar with match.com. Some may have used it, some may have laughed at it. Um no matter what your take is on it, we don't really care to be honest. Uh what I do want to bring up is the I fact care. that they have I a care. new service for 5 thousand dollars they will hook you up on match.com <laughs> <laughs> i love that that rolled out naturally yeah <laughs> can't pronounce project yeah. almanac but god damn it when you need to throw cum in there <laughs> match.com no match.com oh my god it's, hook a, you it's up. a beautiful top level domain can we, can we like get that right now can we just pause the show and do our like technical difficulties music and actually grab that like you know dot com no, i mean i'm sorry a dot com let's see if it's available all right um so for five thousand dollars they will hook you up with a girl or boy that looks like your ex um apparently they're going to use some kind of facial recognition software um I'm pretty sure this is going to be based on photos because otherwise you'd have to get your unwilling ex-partner to pose for it. Yeah. Um, basically, they're going to do facial recognition to then match you with a perfect match. Yeah, they're partnering for with someone who looks yeah. just like your ex. And I got to say, as a guy, most of the time guys get dumped. And this isn't meaning to sound sexist, but most of the time guys get dumped 
it's by the girl. Not the guy dumping the girl. Just a, it's it's a weird observation of mine in life. A lot of guys will hang on to women, even if they're problematic. Yeah, but this is for whatnot. women too. I mean, women. Oh yeah, women and, will... vi- and vice versa. But I'm saying women tend to be the breaker uppers. Yeah. Often, often mm-hmm. I would say 60, 70 percent of the time. Yeah, because guys will just fuck up until the woman leaves them. Yeah, exactly. Guys just will fuck guys up. Guys just fuck like, up, fuck yeah, up. right. I don't really want to do it, so I'll just fuck up until she dumps me. Exactly. Um, so I think the service is more geared towards men, but you never know. Maybe a woman would be like, oh, he was so great except for that drinking problem. Um, I want a guy who looks exactly like him and likes the exact same things he likes, so that won't happen again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want a, yeah. I want just like a clone of my piece of exactly. shit. Exactly. Like, do you really want to go down that road again? Like, and also, wouldn't you this feel like... Too. I, I also, I mean, who's... I'm sorry, if, if I'm doing this, who's not just fucking uploading pictures of not their ex, people they Oh, yeah, like, I want to date Khaleesi from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah, she totally dumped me last week. Yeah. And you just put She's up, She's getting like, too big too fast, so, yeah. you know. Mother of dragons, more like mother of pregnancy. <laughs> Fat. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. There's there's some issues with this thing, and I, I really don't get how they're working it out, because if it's not based on a live video facial recognition, then it's going to be based on a photo, and you could hold up, like, I don't know, Scarlett Johansson and be like, this is my ex for $5,000. Hook me up with her. I'm pretty sure that, I mean, unless there's some... Dude, uh, wait. Could we... Can we do that? Oh, that's, I'm not sure. I haven't seen what the service... I'm wondering if they do any screening or anything. I know they do screening the We're brought to you by Audible.com. Uh, we we need your money for Match.com. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I'm in a committed relationship. I'm married. But um, let's get Jer Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Yay! Actually, well, I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll five grand. I mean, we can crowdsource this through the podcast. Yeah, and then like literally, I, I can probably pick somebody I like even more than Scarlett Johansson. I don't know. Really? I wouldn't mind Scarlett Johansson. I'm sorry, I'm such a geek. When I see her slinking around in black leather with that red hair, yeah, that's the exact Scarlett Johansson I want too. Yeah, like, I black want one Widow. that looks like this. Well, you, well, facial recognition. You hold up Black Widow. Yeah, and but, then you get a leather-clad, red-haired woman who weighs five hundred pounds. Fuck it, it's fine by me. As long as she slinks around like Black Widow. It's like, where'd you get that leather? NASA should know about that. <laughs> <laughs> you just made a material that is indestructible. Hmm. Oh, fat joke. <laughs> All right, let's move along. Um, I believe our next story, Jer, is something we both read about, but you brought to the show. Uh, yeah. Children. We children. all have them. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Look at that, that fat black widow looked real good that night. Yeah. <laughs> the fat black widow. <laughs> yeah, it's Halloween and boner, etc. And there's none of them jack off machines around. So <laughs> those Chinese jack off yeah. machines. Hey, is that one of them Chinese jack off <laughs> machines? No, I'm black widow. Ah, fuck it. Good enough. <laughs> and that's how Paula Dean fucked me. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you like that, don't you? Uh, so this is about uh, okay. I'm 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 not a parent. You are, but uh, I am. I and regardless, I feel like even parents don't necessarily have a right to uh, criticize other people's parenting's uh, parenting unless but, it's egregious. Unless it's really bad. Like I don't know. You drive with six kids on the top of your car. This woman. Uh, went to the neighborhood pool. Right, it was a little down the street. It wasn't that far away, but far enough away to actually have to drive. It was a couple and, blocks from what I read. Yeah, far, far enough away to to have to drive. And on the way back, uh, she didn't want their like wet 
bathing suits and swimsuits to ruin the upholstery in her car. So she had two of them, uh, I believe, two of them sat on the uh, roof and the rest sat on the trunk or vice versa. Um, six of them total, I believe. Six, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, four. Yeah, it was two and four. So, and it was a Chevy Malibu, so you can picture that. So some people sat on the roof and some sat on the trunk. Neither way, like, it's not like the back of a truck. I sat in the back of a truck plenty of like times. Like a pickup a truck. Yeah. Yeah, which is illegal now because there's seatbelt laws. Yeah. But back then, yeah, you could sit in the back of a pickup truck. Yeah, like and even if, even if and not, like, if it's on the back roads, people do You're going to be safe and fine. You're not, like, necessarily going. It's still not the safest thing. But I wouldn't, if I was to see, like, some rednecks flying down the road with, uh, Kids in the back of the truck on some dirt roads going normal. I wouldn't think it was the most dangerous thing in the world. Kids on the trunk and the in the roof a little different. So she took a sharp turn. A couple of the kids actually fell off, um, and she like, just kept driving. Like four of them, right? Uh, yeah, a few of them. Yep. And uh, let's see. <laughs> oh yeah, four of them. Yeah, a few. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't. I thought it was like two, but maybe maybe it well, was. Well, uh, I believe two of them ended up with a semi major injuries like they went to the hospital the rest yeah. ended up with cuts and bruises because they basically tumbled yeah but one the of them ended up with like a really like a serious injury and they're actually still in like care right now um uh, the bomb well and failed uh breathalyzer the breathalyzer <laughs> yes um, big so surprise she, she didn't she didn't even notice the kids fell off after the sharp turn for a little while and then she circled back and was like well what happened and it's like i don't know you're, you're a oh wow parent. i'm actually reading a separate article of this story um the two who were injured were sitting on the hood on the hood okay oh my yeah because what i was like it was uh, on the trunk and, so literally uh, oh, she's driving through this suburban I, I, I neighborhood read, yeah I've and got, there's two kids on the hood i've got two yeah like three on the roof like two in the trunk yeah, <laughs> like, like just the car is covered in a cushion of kids. Yeah, as long as they're and not Kate, inside fucking up her. Up it's like an airbag in case she rolls her car. Yeah, <laughs> the kids will take the brunt. Market. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I, she needs to go to jail for a while, and bad her parents kids of the year probably need to be taken away from her at this point. That's yeah, and actually, a couple of the kids weren't. The four of the kids were hers. Two of them were like a, a friend's kids. That she was like, I'll take your kids fucking swimming. That's fine, and probably that's the last time she's gonna do that. Not. Just because she's also going to be in jail for a while. So. Uh, possibly for a long while. Um, speaking of women who are going to be in jail for a long while, we have a story that's going to end the show. And our web droppings are always weird and strange. This one takes the cake. And I got to say, I, I, I have mixed emotions about how it's being dealt with and what happened. Essentially, the headline is, woman who helps ducks on side a road could face life in prison. Yeah. Um, she saw some ducks crossing a highway, and this is in Canada, Canada. She uh, pulled over, but she pulled over on the left median, like where the passing lane is, yeah. to help these ducks cross the road. Because she pulled over and was slightly obscuring traffic because the left median is nowhere near as wide as the right-hand median, which is a breakdown lane for semis, business trucks, cars, yep. motorcycles, everyone. Yep. She pulled over in the more narrow left median to up the ducks, and because of that, in the passing lane, a driver and his 16-year-old daughter collided with her parked car while she was helping the ducks, resulting in both of their deaths. Yeah. Uh, she's currently awaiting mans vehicular manslaughter charges, I believe. Yeah, I, I ba could, based I could on negligence, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but the double the double manslaughter, uh, all in all, basically turns out to be a life sentence. Yeah, um, that's yeah. And you gotta feel bad in some way, like, but not at the same time, like. 
Well, you're it's, on a highway. You never yeah. pull over to the left. I can definitely see the charge and in the. Because I think she's not like a predisposed but, but a life, Yeah, but not, a life in life in I mean, I, it, this is the kind of thing that you get twenty five years or something like that. Like it, oh, you, even you respond. I mean, twenty five years and then chance of parole after like ten I, or something. I hate right? to say this, but she killed two people, including a teenage girl yes. who had a whole life ahead of her, but. Yeah. I don't know. Well, she didn't, like, I, I she feel didn't like the charge. Them. It wasn't like in cold she blood. She did was, not premeditate. It wasn't, negli- it wasn't negligence, and it was negligence. Yeah. She neglected to park on the right side yeah. of the highway when it was, pulling yeah. over. It was due to negligence that, she, that this happened, and it was due to her just obviously not thinking straight and making a really stupid mistake. It's a really bad call, and I think but she's going to live with these murders. Yeah, but I think like when, when you give like if if you were to give like a you know minimum of, of I mean a, a twenty five year sentence and then like. 10 years, you know, in, in that case, 10 to 15 years on, you know, you could be out on parole. Yeah, she'll probably be out sooner or later. I mean... But, I mean, a life is she'll, ridiculous. She'll be in jail just enough time to have some of those great Orange is the New Black, like, you know, melodramatic moments. Yeah. I'm actually... She'll get, uh, I'm she'll, like, get, she'll get to have some sex in the shower with the hot girl in prison, and I'm like she'll get beat by the, uh, the nasty mean girl, and she'll... through the, the second season of that, actually. She'll have to trade something. So am I. I'm actually probably at the same point you're at. I'm like, I've made it through seven episodes so far. Yeah, I'm about halfway through that myself right now. I'm, I'm toggling that and uh, From Dust Till Dawn on the All Ray Network on oh, Popcorn okay. yeah. Time. Yeah. Uh, I finished Fargo. Uh, Fargo, by the way. Oh, that, the... The show. show. Yeah. Uh, right. Best show I've ever seen since Breaking Bad. And in really? fact, in a lot Ooh. of ways, it may surpass Breaking Bad for being a better show. Wow. It's... It has a lot of potential to be... Yeah. It's going to be like American Horror Story. They're coming back next year with a whole new cast and a whole new time period and a whole new thing, but all Midwest. That's awesome. Um, watch it if you haven't. All our listeners out there. I have there. not. Uh, even me. It, um, it actually... It, it it's it surpasses Breaking Bad in certain ways. It's almost a better show. Um, now was that released on like FX or something like that? Or it was, was FX. It on, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it just ended. It was only about ten episodes. I think the last one was an hour and a half long. Yeah. Um, my I wife gotta catch I, up on a lot of stuff. My wife I don't, I don't and I finished watching it, and uh, as soon as we finished, we were like, "Damn it! There's not another episode." And I hadn't seen the original Fargo since it came out, and she had never seen it. Yeah, I don't think I've so, seen it since it came out. So we watched. The original Fargo yep. right after, and we love the tie-in because there's a direct link between the movie and the show. So if you were to a go back, wrong direct link. So because I haven't seen it and I haven't seen Fargo in a while, so I'm in the same boat. If you were to go back, would you recommend me watching Fargo again first and then watching the show, or do what you did and actually watch? I the would show recommend and watching the show first. And then go back and kind of then be like, oh, that's so cool the way they tied it in. Exactly. Cool. Yeah, and almost a more. Uh, a retroactive appreciation even more exactly so and you're going to notice yeah. a lot of similes between the two uh, a lot of characters that are similar but done differently and it is a different it tale it looked like it was really Fargo took place in 86 Fargo the show takes place in 96 cool in the same area using the same universe yeah so it all is in the same world and so what you're saying is they'll have like a different uh, the same universe but a different well they play with the characters like there's yeah. a pregnant cop in both that's a woman. Or I should say the same uh, There's a duo of... setting, but maybe different specific characters, but... Though yeah. there's a lot of plays. Like, there's a, mm-hmm. there's a woman cop who's pregnant in both. There's yep. a duo of harebrained killers oh, I, in I, I, both. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. There's a hapless man who's involved in a bunch of crap he really shouldn't be involved in, in both. And Martin Short from The Hobbit, and from Sherlock, I think, he nails that out of the park. He makes William H. Macy look like a bad actor. Really? Oh, yeah. 
All right, that's enough on uh, Fargo. Yeah, I'm sorry, I, just, I was looking random. at the clock no, and I just realized that's that. That's uh, fine. That's a, that's a good. Uh, it's it's good to just randomly. Yeah, go out just or watch like that. Fargo. It's the it's Breaking Bad ended. Fargo started. Watch it. Now speaking of video, how about that big fucking announcement yeah, you've we, been promising the whole yeah, time? Buddy? I've been an annoying prick this entire show talking about this announcement. What we uh we uh we got on uh, Google Plus. Don't don't go there. there it is. We're not doing anything there. That's your announcement. No, we did but we uh, we, we started did it. we started on YouTube channel. They accepted so, us. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. I just yeah. <laughs> so go to YouTube and look yes. up the Lost Gnome podcast, and you'll find our channel. You'll see the familiar logo as we use on Twitter and our Facebook page. And um, what we're gonna do from this point on is anything that we have video or audio related, we're going to link to that so mm-hmm. you can watch everything there. Anything possible we're, that we can, like for instance, uh, we'll be going and, and probably favoriting the Liam Lynch video right off the bat. Tiger Train, yeah, Tiger Train. And will so be you on can there go there. Tonight. So it'll be like a good one stop shop for all the weird videos. Um, but uh, and, we'll and honestly, any weird videos we find in general, um, I want to make you a uh, co manager of. Yeah, it. yeah. And I think we yeah, it should, doesn't have to be one we even mentioned on the show. It's just that we could we could bring it up. Like, yeah, we're gonna we're basically gonna start a one stop shopping center for weird, weird internet crap. Yeah. And <laughs> intermixed with that, you're gonna be able to see original content from us, yep. like the I dildo half ass video that I made today, which is actually I kind of like it. It, yeah. it was made on the fly, but it was. And there. going forward, when we create these little bits, we're gonna keep in mind that we want to create some kind of visual component. It might not be up right away the same week, depending on how much uh, work we want to put into it. Yep. It could be everything, anything from like random stock footage to actual weird green screen stuff to getting friends into it, or you know, at, as time goes on, if somebody wanted to take one of our bits and run with it and do their own submissions you know as time went exactly. on exactly something so, like that if someone hears like our mike sapsic interview from this episode or andrew mckelfish interview from Wants a like previous one something over it or, or the uh the guardians of the galaxy interview we did previously or anything. the bunny man one um you can take any of that audio and if you want to create a nice little flash animation or something and upload it um we will host it on our page and we will shout it out and Yep, and if we'll, we'll, and we'll help you along in your career if that's what you're looking for. And even even if you needed like better quality versions of audio or something like that, you get in touch with uh, me or Scott, and we'll go ahead and pass along the the real file so you can do some good quality stuff with it. So that's something new that we were just we just kind of added on. So we totally ripped off from the uh, Nerdpocalypse. We have no idea who you're talking about. You know what? I started that page week before they announced theirs, and as soon as they announced theirs, I'm like, damn, I gotta jump on this shit, and I got it all like up you know, and going and running. So not to like sound like I I thought about it i was just like oh we're already doing a lot you know i didn't want necessarily want to impose something else well, I'm you're glad the you did busy it. man out I'm of glad, us I'm too glad you did it. i mean i've got a family i've got my job well i have a chimey phone <laughs> and, and apparently so busy you're blowing up all over the place here but actually that chime was uh that, that was podcast related so yeah. we won't mention that but uh yeah uh look for us on twitter i'm at the lost at home I'm at Sonic Jalopy. Look for us on Facebook at the Lost Stone Podcast. Look for us on YouTube at the Lost Stone Podcast. Um, if you have any questions for the show or you want to talk to us privately, you can talk to us on Twitter. And if you are not on Twitter, you can email us at Lost at Home Podcast at gmail.com. And once again, uh, let's say thanks to audible.com. Go to audibletrials.com slash lost and get your free trial there in 30 days and your Plus free your book. Plus your free book. And, uh, and, you know, maybe we'll end up with a few bucks out of it, and maybe we can uh, buy some fancy stuff for the show. So, sounds good. All right. Guys, take care. Thanks for being fans. Stick Thank with you. us. And Thank you very much. Have a week. down the tracks. down the tracks. down the tracks on a tiger train.